0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My good with brotherhood
3: from sea to shining sea.
4: Opinion and a little
5: irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is Americanuck Radio with Mike Phillip.
1: What a day. <laughs> Welcome back to Americanuck Radio, everybody. This is Mike Phillips. Uh, my phone would not stop ringing this morning at all. I mean, I I, I was on the phone for uh, I'm guessing a good solid three hours today, and that's not a totally bad thing. Um, uh, it was every single call I took was absolutely vital and important, and so uh, I, I it was a good thing that I had sent Peyton some stories last night. Uh, stop texting me, whoever you are. <laughs> I've got my phone running through my board because Rhea Bo is going to be joining us right away here uh, over in the American Huck Radio Rebooted chat room. Leprechaun 420 says, Let Rhea know for me how much I appreciate her call-in line. Well, you just did. You just told her yourself. Uh, there has been a ancient burial site of a warrior that was unearthed, and they have determined that this this ancient warrior man dude is non-gender binary. Can you imagine having to work that into every single conversation that you have and everything you think about and everything you do? Can you imagine being that big of a Dork that that is the only thing that you can think about all of the time. What's between your legs? What's in your crotch? It's important. We need to talk about it. Otherwise, somebody's being oppressed. Like this 3,000-year-old warrior dude that we dug up here. I wonder if 3,000,000-year-old warrior dude was standing there looking him in the face and they told him he wasn't a man. Well, he'd probably kill him on the spot. Envelope containing three bullets was sent to the Pope. (laughs) The Pope uh, sure dodged an envelope full of bullets on that one, didn't he? Uh, There's an energy firm that wants to bring a massive Bitcoin mining operation right to Alberta here from China. And they're called BlackRock, not the one that everybody's mad at lately. No, BlackRock Energy. We're going to be talking about that today. I'll tell you what, though. There it, there comes a time when the launching of the show is where it is very important, for it is the launching that you have one, And so, you know what? I'm going to shut up. And we're gonna get into it all. Welcome to American Ark Radio.
2: Loading program. Please stand by. <laughs> Friend, okay. Friend, and the United States share the longest, straightest, and possibly boring borders.
3: Allies. The destiny and made a battle One radio program. All I need is the sun, a nice little drink, an American radio.
5: I, I think that there needs to be some common sense.
4: Into Jubilee platform I to and now here's your host of
5: American Ec Radio,
4: fake
6: filler
1: <laughs> all right all right i think it's time that we bring in the ceo and host of uh Sunday Long Live Radio the fantastic Ria Bow And she's going to call you all lovelies. I just know it, Ria. Come on, do it. Come on.
7: Hey lovelies. How are you doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that.
7: It's kind of etched in stone, do you know what I mean? Dude, I just thought as I come on air, I thought, hold it a minute. I didn't get an invite to Obama's party. Did you get an invite to Obama's party?
1: (laughs) I did, actually, but... uh... They, they they told me that I had to uh, arrive with Stephen Colbert. And I told them, <laughs> I, I, I said, I, I got plans. And I, I'm I, I'm concerned about your no, your vaccination status and the fact that you're not mandating masks. And uh, I, I doubt there will be any social distancing. And so I would love to go to a Barack Obama super spreader party uh, as long as I was in a safe space. You know what I'm saying, Rhea?
7: Totally. No, I lied. I, I've just found it in the bin. Sorry, Brack. Do you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> I get a lot of mail. Sorry, sweetie. He's back in the... <laughs> how you doing, bad boy? It's been a while.
1: It's been a little while. It definitely has. But uh, some people you just remain friends with forever. And that's just how it is. Uh, we're, you know, you're, we're like, uh, uh, uh you know... The, the Spice Girls, except I'm a guy, <laughs> and, and so we're, we're friends. <laughs> Ria, Jen, if you if you have, um, it, it, well, uh, tell me about WBN three two four. I, I I hear a lot of people saying that they tune into this show through WBN, and uh, you guys are just doing fantastic over there. And and not to detract from Mojo at all, because uh, we're all we're all buddies here. We're all. Uh, in the same boat with Mike Lindell and Stu Peters. Uh, Tell us all about how WBN 324 is doing.
7: It's going well, Mike. I mean, yeah, no, totally. We're sort of best buds with Mojo and um, working together and growing together and things like that and having to navigate a pretty choppy market from a sort of radio station network point of view. So there's choppy waters ahead, you know, with all the censorship the attacks that are going on and more importantly the lack of resolve so why are we there like mojo really is to be there when these waters get choppier in the sense that we know is coming right once we lose some of the big video platforms i don't know whatever it is gab or or BitChute or all the others whatever they are mojo 5 and wbn want to be there to to give people a voice i'm particularly into the chat room right i'm watching the chat room now (laughs) i love the chat room i'm gonna say hello to the lovers i can't help it and (laughs) so that's kind of that's kind of what we're about right and so from that point of view it's good we've got an all-star host lineup which is shocking actually but as i reach out i sort of love the network thing i've been in business a long time and i reach out to people and form connections and we help each other out and all that kind of stuff so from a wbm point of view going really well uh what we're running up nine servers here that feed different um uh, geographical locations around the world and sort of like an amplifier if you like so that's going well and sunday long live i couldn't ask for any more and i love hanging out with the lovelies in the live chat uh we're all called agents of freedom you know because we needed more than ever and we get loads of different Agents of Freedom on through the day. We have a call-in segment now, which is new. So, all good from that point of view.
1: Can you do me a favor? Go on. Say Choppy Waters again.
7: Choppy Waters.
1: That, see, now, if I ever become the lead singer of a blues band, that's what I'm going to call myself, but I'm going to say it like you. Hello, So oh, I'm Choppy Waters.
7: I know, I know. I'll try and loosen up my accent a little bit. I've been out for lunch with the queen, and so it sort of tightens (laughs) up a bit, so I'll just try and break it down
1: a bit. You're listening to Choppy Waters and Rhea Bo on American Elk Radio. So, Rhea, um, fake news. Let's talk about fake news. I had, uh, and I I meant to get into this today. I know I'm I'm just hitting you, right? You haven't heard this before, Uh, but you're a pro. You can roll with it. I had somebody... Send me an article yesterday, and it looked pretty good. It, 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 I thought, finally, finally, something good is happening. Uh, the, we're winning, right? And, and okay, so here's the headline, Ria. Marines rebuke defense secretary, no mandatory vaccines for my Marines. Okay, and so you get into the meat of the story. Marine Corps General David H. Berger... On Monday, rebuked Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, and you read on in the story, and it says that uh, the Marine Corps Commandant Berger called up Austin after he said that, uh, that, that, that all branches of the military would have to be mandatorily vaccinated. And he called him up and he said, you're a coward, you're a traitor. And none of my Marines will be compelled to have a mandatory vaccination. And I I read that, and I was like, this is awesome, finally, that the Marines, God bless, yeah, from the halls of Montezuma, right? I, I was all patriotically charged up, you know what I'm saying? I, I had it flowing through my veins. Then then Ria, a thought hit me. Wait a minute. I need to look a little bit closer into this. So I went to this guy's actual uh Twitter account and he he's on there and there's a little blue check mark next to his name. Well, guess what I saw, Ria? A picture of him wearing a mask getting vaccinated. <laughs> And, and it says underneath it, everybody, get your vaccine. We've all got to do our part to fight the pandemic. Then I go to the website where this story came from, and it is realrawnews.com, okay? Are you following me, Rhea?
3: I'm
1: doing my best. Go on. Okay, good. And, and I start looking at some of the other headlines, and it's like, military hangs Susan Rice. Military arrests Bill Gates. Military executes Tom Hanks. And I'm like, oh, shut up. I I look at these things and it's like, it's a really slick production, Rhea. It's a good looking website. And I wonder if, if these aren't like run out of Langley, Virginia or the Pentagon or MI5 in order to completely make people think things that are not true and hey look you're winning you're winning you know ria your
7: thoughts i tell you what my thoughts are as you say i've seen them so i've seen them so um i sort of see what you're saying i've seen the evidence if you like i've got to say hello to the lovelies in the chat in a moment um i've sort of seen it i tell you what my thoughts are right if i can pull it back So we had the Q phenomena, right, which is sort of like a black hole to death if you even mention it now. (laughs) And then you had loads of Q followers, right? So you had loads of people that maybe we didn't know or that you just don't come across every day that that were having like, what can I call them, quote, conspiratorial thoughts. And they they were following breadcrumbs, right, and they weren't necessarily um, wrong and they weren't necessarily right, but they were getting a picture because they felt they were being lied to by the mainstream media. Sacre bleu, tell me some new news. So as we piece it together, um, this picture starts to form. And then, you, and then all of a sudden, people that maybe wouldn't have said anything are starting to talk. So, you know, tippity-tappity on the keyboard we go. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge exposure of, like, loads of people you didn't think there were that many people that had that had followed the breadcrumbs to form this picture that was differing from what we see on our screens, you know, Saturday Night Politics, CNN, MSNBC. MSNBC is funny, isn't it? And so, and all this stuff. And so you've got this huge difference between what someone thinks, and they've got a keyboard and a voice, which is great, and then what this lot, the, the bought and paid for media are saying. So over a period of four years, Trump gets elected, and then all of a sudden they appear. And I think all that data's been harvested. And like the Q thing was um, trust the plan. That was the phrase, wasn't it? Quote, to trust the plan. Then Trump doesn't get in. And then, so what happens from there? I think it's splintered. Some went to ground and rethought their plan and so on. And then websites started to form. But all during that four years where people are going, you know, the patriots, yay, we're going to do this. We're going to get our country back. The attack on the family is going to stop. Um, We're going to get our economy back. And the America that we love is going, we're going to get it back. It was full of hope. It was fantastic and all that stuff. But we didn't really see that we were being set up, maybe. I wasn't a Q person, but people voiced their opinion because And they were confident. All that data has been harvested, I believe. And then in that analytics of that data, they realized that they only need a catchy phrase. It's like mantra driven. Come up with another mantra, the latest one being, quote, hold the line. And the exposure continues. So I think what the lovelies have missed, if you'll allow me to say it, is everything's been taken in. They're analysing what's effective and how to play you. And I think it's a real blind spot of ours that we don't, we always see things on the level, honest and truthful, which is great and full of integrity. But the opposition, they're into setups and entrapment and so on. So this is what I think that's happened. And from there, I see them in videos. I've seen that one. Bill Gates been arrested and 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 you go, oh come on really but that you know people that won't let go to uh, an ideology get sucked in uh, well actually how many people do you think there's sucked in by those kind of uh, sensational headlines i don't think many are sucked in by that mm,
1: i think that honestly i think that you would be surprised at how many and and not even the uh, the more obvious ones uh, I mean, look how many people are sucked in by by fake news in general, whether it's, uh, you know, CBC or global in Canada or CNN or MSNBC in the United States or or the BBC uh, over in in UK. And I mean, there's this there's an onslaught of bad information. You know, we were told that and and this has occurred to me several times. That remember when the internet was in its infancy and they called it the information superhighway. It's going to revolutionize everything. It's going to save the rainforest because no more paper bills in the mail. There will be no more physical paper email uh, mail. There will be all everything will be on the information superhighway and mankind will transform to the next level because you know the more you know and, and and I see the exact opposite happening. I think it screwed people up worse, Ria.
7: Oh, yeah, I, I, totally. I, yeah, no, I guess what point am I trying my best to make? is um people there's a lot of tension, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of tension out there. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. And for, maybe we should talk about that, but um because of that lack of resolve, because of the you think liking England's sort of the same. Like the U.S., you kind of had a quite a good culture. Pick up trucks, Indy 500, barbecues, booze. Do you know what I mean? Let's have a good time. Yeah, it's got its problems. Everywhere's got its problems. Then all of a sudden, it feels like a meeting took place and went, no, you can't do that anymore. And you're not going to have any say in it. We're going to attack the family you live in, the views you have, the culture that you live in. We're going to fill it full of people that hate your culture. But nothing gets resolved, does it? No, and, and, of course, there's just going to be loads of tension. And when someone's really tense, that I believe they're really easy to set up and entrap, Mike.
1: I agree with that 100% because they're not making decisions that are not based on emotion. And, and they cannot think straight. Now, I, I want to say this. Uh, at the beginning of the whole QAnon thing, at the very beginning... I was cautiously optimistic, right? And we would report on it because you know. Remember, we talked about it back in the day, and uh, and uh, you know, I, I wanted to believe that there was this big plan, that there was these uh, white hat forces, and I did. I will say this for you: I did get sucked into some degree, but the the the. the the little prophecies that were being put out by it kept not coming true, and, and there was all these big booms that were supposed to show up and then didn't, and then were supposed to happen and then didn't, and we remember, we were going to see Hillary Clinton uh, frog-marched off to Gitmo in a day-glow orange jumpsuit. That didn't happen. And, and then, like, it just kept over and over and over again. And I'm not saying that everybody involved in these things was lying about it or that their intentions were, were not good. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Sidney Powell uh, was going to release a Kraken, and the Kraken uh, wasn't even a kitten. It just, nothing happened. And so it's that, it's also that constant... Uh, adrenaline rush that you're leading up to this quote unquote boom and then it doesn't happen. And, and after a while, there's just kind of a dead spot there. Your thoughts.
7: Um, I I agree. Firstly, I mean, here's the problem with the Sydney Powell thing. People got hopeful on it, didn't they? Because it was Sydney Powell and so on. And, but we don't know what she had, right? The only person that I know what she had was John Fredericks. Hugh Lovely is listening. Do you know John Fredericks? Got the radio network, right?
1: I'll I'll, be, I'll monitor the chat room. If anybody knows who John Fredericks is,
7: let us know. Go on. I'm, I can see the chat as well. Let me just beam some love. Tech rue beaming you some love. Sarah beaming you some love. Leprechaun beaming you some love. Peyton beaming you some love. Tech crew beaming you some love. Doc Thompson got run over by an art. Amtrak, beaming you some love. Anybody else, I've got to do it. Let's be frank. Beaming you some love. I think I've got everybody. I don't like leaving anybody out. No,
1: um, you, you could, sorry, but no. it would take three hours, so we'll just leave it at that. Every, any, every, everybody you've been beamed love with a sexy British accent. Go on, Ria. Well,
7: you can't have too much love, right? So it's really <laughs> important. So I'm just saying, there's a lack of the, you know, there's love going around when you're not tense, but all the tension, it sort of Crush is love, I don't like that. Anyway, so John Fredericks apparently saw what Sidney Powell had, invited her onto his radio show, which airs on WBN, just saying, and um and he said, I've got nothing. No, he said, She's got nothing. And the only person I know that see that's seen what she's got is John. And John fell out with her, known her for 10 years. And because she'd gone on television, sort of, you know, bigging it up, release the crack. And there's another mantra. Yeah. And, and John saw it. And then, and, and, and there was nothing there. Well, John fell out with her, long time, 10 years, known her. And John goes out on the next day and says, she's not coming on the radio show anymore. Right. So that went on. And then you got all these things, and, you know, I've got to pull it back here a second. Everyone's a critic, right? Aren't we? Yep. And it's really easy to tear things down. I'm not coming from there. Is we we have to constantly, you know, I have to constantly re-examine the analysis and what I'm doing because of the lack of resolve. It's because I can't really look at anything and go, that worked. It's it's uh, we've had loads of yeah 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 oh wow. You know, bummer. Um and and that's where we are. So I constantly have to analyze it, and and from there you've got you've got to. I don't want to be Einstein's definition of madness—to repeatedly do the same thing and expect the end result to be different. I don't want to be that person. So that means I've got to get out of the echo chamber, out of the sort of. Um, Uh, a predictable programming of my thinking and find new ways to try and actually do something useful for the lovelies.
1: That's beautifully said, Rhea. We listen. Hey, Hey, we've got to go to a commercial break. So Rhea, I I want you to stick around after the commercial break, because I want to switch gears because you are, are very knowledgeable about cryptocurrency and there's the uh, a story that i want to cover today is about this black rock drilling or black rock energy uh that is bringing a bitcoin mining operation from china to alberta and i think that the details are going to uh astound some of you uh china uh their motivation and all of this i mean you can speculate all you want but but the the details are just odd and uh, can you stick around after the commercial break, Ria? Would you do that for old Mike Phillip?
7: Uh, I, it's like the old days, right, Mike? I'm around for a couple of hours. If you want me around, I'm around.
1: That is awesome. And I'm sure that all the lovelies that have been beamed love appreciate it too. We're going to a commercial break for all of our advertisers and sponsors at Mojo Five O. And WBN will be right back with more Americanuck Radio and Rhea right after this. Stick around. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance.
5: Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a wily Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain,
8: General, come quick the chinese have taken over the island beachhead what should we do
5: release
1: the cat coolers the first cat cooler dropped activated a volcano on impact the cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by
5: 26 island refugees china has signaled their unconditional surrender and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way what
1: china surrendered gi joe no more drop a cat cooler no coolers were harmed be. The making of this ad but the island is a total loss cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes but the video is really
8: cool and it's still illegal to smuggle cat coolers.com
2: cat coolers. com.
8: Cat-coolers. Com. g'day mates tech Rue here on location in australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hair most think you will find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch in my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size fits all poncho, my snake bite kit and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's the wall here now. Ain't he a beaut? What's up,
2: dog?
9: Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com December 16th,
5: 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party.
9: What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee in the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car.
8: Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters.
9: Yeah, that would be a
5: travesty mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons
9: for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys.
7: Well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773. Hmm.
9: So, therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly
4: they liked it best.
9: At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company, much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com.
4: American
1: Nuck radio. radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Nuck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing.
4: American Nuck Radio. Uc radio.
1: And now for something completely different. Oh, what fresh hell is this?
4: American Nuck Radio. Uc radio.
1: Welcome back to American Ark Radio. Mike Phillips and the lovely and talented Rhea Bo. I, uh, I'm always really happy when, when Rhea comes and hangs out on the show. She's a very talented broadcaster. She's uh, she, she just got a lot going on over there. And so having her on is uh, a definite boon to us. Uh, So, Rhea, you are a bit of uh, a uh, cryptocurrency aficionado. Is this correct?
7: Well, maybe. Depends what you can ask me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to read this story. All right. This is uh, posted over at AmericanUckRadio.com. Peyton, if you could throw that up, please. Up to, and this is the headline, up to 1 million Bitcoin processors could be relocated to Alberta. From China under any <clears throat> energy firm's proposal. So this is this is in the proposal stage so far, and it, it hasn't happened, but uh, it would use a huge amount of energy and require twenty-four-seven armed guards with the power to kill you. Three natural gas producing sites in southern Alberta could host up to one million. M M million with an M, Bitcoin mining machines relocated from China under a deal proposed by Nevada-based Black Rock Petroleum Company amid Beijing's ongoing crackdown on cryptocurrency production and trading. Now remember that 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 that's one reason given here because there's another one in a bit here, okay? China actually goes on to say that they're they're Doing this because it's bad for the environment. And we all know how environmentally minded the Chinese Communist Party is. <laughs> Goes on. Uh, the process of unlocking new Bitcoin to add to existing supplies called mining. This requires the use of computers with powerful processors in an energy intensive process. No timeline for the deal was immediately announced. Though the contract term for using the natural gas sites is listed at 24 months, according to a press release from Black Rock Petroleum Company. Earlier this year, Chinese authorities cracked down on Bitcoin mining due to apparent environmental concerns. Oh, the Chinese Communist Party is so worried about the environment. Same Chinese Communist Party that is is, uh, building coal-fired power plants like, I think like 72 a day, and the same Chinese Communist Party that will lob a missile on one of their own towns and just change the map. Same Chinese Communist Party that will throw a new nuclear reactor into a lake. Up to one million mining machines or rigs, they're rigs now, Ria, drilling rigs, entering Alberta would represent a significant chunk of, of China's prior total mining capacity, experts say, with major impacts in energy consumptions in the province. Uh-oh, how's this going to impact me? Alex DeVries, a researcher and economist who runs the cryptocurrency analytics website Economist, said the move to Alberta would represent a multi-billion dollar investment using fossil fuels as a power source. In China, they were using hydroelectric power for at least part of the year. And then the rest of the year, they would be using Chinese coal, uh, which is uh, spelt with an R, interestingly. Instead, he said that the uh, of the energy source powering the computers use it in the mining process. But if they're coming to Alberta and started running on natural gas year round, it's not improving the situation of the network, which is already responsible for CO2 emissions than we are saving with all electric vehicles around the world combined. <laughs> Bitcoin is going to destroy the climate, Ria. Now, as of August 9th, a single Bitcoin was worth more than 46000 US dollars. Total market supply was worth around $866 billion US according to the price tracking website CoinMarketCap. And this proposal represents one third one-third, Ria, of global mining capacity is what the experts are saying. It's difficult to definitively determine how many computers make up the global Bitcoin mining network. DeVry pegs that number at around 3 million. In other words, 1 million machines supposedly destined for right here in the 51st state, good old Alberta, could represent around a third of global mining capacity. Now, Ria... I've just said a lot. Uh, I have no doubt that you're, you're you're there's smoke coming out of your ears, and you're just dying to let everybody know what's what and what's real and what is not. Rhea, you have the floor.
7: I think you hit the nail on the head with the word "real," and I think and um, the take-home to start. I think that's a headline for people that don't understand um, Bitcoin for number one or mining. Come to that. And on the headline, the two words I would pick up on are, or maybe one word is up to. So if they pulled in a million mining units, so the mining units are called ASICs, and you you can only mine BTC with ASICs. So if you, one ASIC is three, will pull three kilowatts of electricity constantly, constant. 3 kilowatts. If they pulled in 1 million ASIC units, it would be using 3 million kilowatts of electricity. <laughs> like, you would need wires thicker than a house. Do you know what I mean? You would need so much power. So the 1 million thing, I don't believe it. Right. So the pitching it off the back of the story is, yeah, China clamped down on BTC, because like the rest of the governments, they're going to CBDCs. They're bringing in central bank digital currencies, right? We all know that. It's not new news, Sacre Blair. But and, and they are looking for a home for um, BTC. So I, was, I I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I don't think they're going to arrive in Canada. Because unless they've done some kind of deal for the electricity, because the margins on the mining of BTC are quite small now. And as it comes up, because there's only 21 million, it's been suggested there's only 8 million in circulation, and it's only got so many years left of mining. So if you're going to invest up to 1 million ASIC machines, and they're not cheap, pulling 3 million kilowatts of electricity, you would want a decent shelf life, wouldn't you? Because you've got to pay for the electricity, or they've done some kind of deal. So this, I would suggest that the shelf life on 1 million ASIC units running and purchasing them it somehow would not last the shelf life of the mining that's left to do in Bitcoin. So I think that headline is garbage, actually, Mike.
1: You think it's garbage? So it's, it's this company, uh, you, you don't believe that they have put together this proposal? You think this, this is completely 100% made up?
7: well um no no i don't think it's all completely um made up you you'd have more questions than answers okay one million asic rigs are coming over you need three million kilowatts of electricity how are you going to do that
1: well it's sitting on natural gas deposits that's what they're saying they're going to power it using uh natural gas coming straight up out of the earth that's that's what they're saying
7: Okay, but that's, that's a lot of electricity, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Uh, and then, so, so that would be question one. So, yes, with, okay, so they're going to power it from natural gas, but you've actually got the infrastructure to power it, though. So, that's a big outlay, plus the machines, plus the maintenance. And then, did they? Nobody's mentioned the shelf life that's left. In the, of a mining capacity of Bitcoin, have they? Because Bitcoin can't be mined forever. Well, they said Sooner that, that the, the
1: contract is for for uh, twenty four months, with with the option to go an extra twelve. So, a possible two to three years is what they mentioned in the story.
7: You you need the numbers. I don't see how those numbers work out, Mike. A two year contract to move a, a million ASICs. Have you, have you guys ever seen an ASIC unit? No. The, the, I don't see it, Mike. Well, let's see what happens. But at the minute right now, you'd have so many logistical questions. I I don't believe that will happen.
1: How are things over in the UK? Uh, are, are you guys going as full out as Australia? Um, do you have, uh, are, are the lockdowns kind of ending? It, it's completely ended here uh, as far as I see. I, I do know people, truck drivers, that certain businesses that they go to, they still have to wear a mask and things like that. Uh, what what do you see going on over in uh, faggy old London?
7: <laughs> well, faggy old London isn't what it was. <laughs> um, I do like that term, though, faggy old London. Is it faggy? Um, uh, yeah, probably. Um, actively promoted fag talk. So, um, <laughs> well, what have we got? Is it's a lot quieter. And we know there's a movement of people out of the cities into rural areas, which I think isn't like a UK phenomenon, I think is going on in, in different places. Um, what's going on in London is quieter. So overall in the UK, uh, people are free again, kind of. And then you've got um, the government coming for the unvaccinated and so the messaging is still the same if you're not vaccinated uh, you're responsible for other people's health because of shedding because of the report that came out from israel that i i wrote to BionTech, one of the participators with pfizer um in in the mrna jab i wrote to them on friday just gone I said, can I have your research on where you claim a 78% shedding? And they said, yes, that-
1: ma'am, right away. We'll hand it right over, didn't they?
7: That's exactly what didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what didn't happen. Uh, at least you um, tried. Just the same old, if you're not vaccinated, you, <laughs> I, I don't know how politically correct. If you're not vaccinated, you're not complying with the government. If you even ask about the Green New Deal, or how are you, where are you going to get the copper from for the infrastructure, considering P- Peru is one of the largest manufacturers of copper in the world? They're pulling the plug on the copper manufacturing because they signed a rubbish deal. China doesn't produce enough copper for its internal market. How are you going to build this fantastic new electric future when you don't have the copper? There's just like, they come out with this stuff and then you want to ask some question, oh, where are we going to get the copper from from that then? How does that work? Because Peru's pulled the plug. It's like they just, they have no clue as far as I'm concerned. And I, to be kind at best, they're imbeciles. At worst, they're just crooked, self-serving politicians, nothing to see here move along.
1: So save your pennies.
7: just They're just full of it as always, aren't they? The difference is, is um, big farmers now the good guy. Because they never used to be the good guy, did they? No, it's, yeah,
1: it, it's amazing because especially with, you know, the, uh, the quote unquote political left, they were always kind of hippie and, and mistrusting of government, mistrusting of big pharma, uh, not, not cool with foreign wars at all. Remember they were the ones that were spitting on dudes coming back from Vietnam. And now it, it's like they, they have a, uh, Sorry, I just read a message that threw me off. My uncle said he's going to call me microphone. Uh that's not the first time I've heard that, Dale. Uh it's like <laughs> I I uh I, it's such a reversal because uh if you remember how they freaked out when Trump said he was going to pull troops out of Syria, which, number one, wouldn't even matter because the U.S. military can put boots on the ground anywhere on the planet in 10 minutes. So, I mean, they can pull out of Syria or Afghanistan all they want. They can get back in just as quick. Uh, but, yeah, it, it is a complete reversal. And uh, speaking of uh, MRNA, they're going to move production of that to Canada now. It has been announced because uh, Canada does not want to be, quote-unquote, reliant on the United States for its MRNA vaccines back to you, Rhea.
7: Man, it just, it just oh. you know, if you've been paying any attention, how do I see this? It's a tough one, right? Because I, I've got a list here. Do you remember Greenpeace, Mike? And yes. like going back at what, 15, 20 years ago, they were calling out the central bank. Yeah. And, the Green Party was stopping stuff happening. It's just, does it not feel that every grassroots movement that we sort of had a framework for what they are has now been hijacked and paid off? I mean, what did I find out the other day? You know, uh, there's there's a company out there, I only found out this about today. I'm losing my voice because I'm shouting. It's um, factchecker.org. Is that that is used a lot to discredit you name it, Mike Lindell, whoever? Yeah, they're owned by a company that I can't remember the name of right now, but they're funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you got these big money players Bill Gates, Soros, um, Bono, whatever his name is, and they're all just funding. What is it? It's just all rigged as far as I can see, Mike.
1: Wow. Yeah, it, it 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 all goes back to uh a few people. But <clears throat> I'm going to be listening to a podcast later on today uh with two very cheeky fellows as as you would say over in London. Uh and and they and they call themselves it's called the Mysterious Universe podcast, okay? And they did one on uh it, it's titled Panopticon. And I don't know if you're familiar with that. Rhea. You you probably are cuz you're smarter than me. But the French had a prison system called Panopticon. And what it was, was you never saw your guards. You couldn't see them. You didn't know when they were watching you or listening to you. But they could be. And so the prisoners in the Panopticon system would self-censor because they were always under that threat hanging over them, and he called me this morning. Uh, that was one of the calls I was on uh, this morning. And and the, uh, the 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 Chinese have an AI system that completely run their society, like completely, utterly, one hundred percent run their society, their cops, and it's called Skynet, okay? And their cops are like Terminators with a little readout inside their sunglasses telling them which way to turn, who to be nice to, who to arrest, who to incarcerate. You're, you're being, there's like 10 million cameras at any given moment all around you. You're watched in your home your Your purchases are tracked to the point where if you buy a little too much alcohol in a day, you'll get a knock on your door. And and it sounds the way that this is being put across that the AI has taken on a life of its own. and, and we saw that predicted. Uh, there was that movie Brazil by Terry Gilliam back in the 1980s. Uh, it was talked about by George Orwell but the, but what what they're describing, that's going on in China is that this, this AI is almost to the point where it's so out of control that they, that, that they can't, they can't put the genie back in the bottle. And the only thing that can fix it is to completely destroy the country. And, and so Bill and Melinda Gates, do they really run anything? Does George Soros, Really uh control anything? Does Joe Biden uh have an original thought in his head or are they all products of some massive AI system? I just thought I'd pose that question. ria your thoughts.
7: Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna slow it down a little bit. Uh six tr- percent transvaccinated beaming you some love. Aaron Barker beaming you some love. God, that's a scary picture, Aaron. And Madam Sue beaming you some love. You're talking about the singular. The are you, I think you're talking about the route to the singularity. Yes. Being that AI um, becomes AGI, artificial general um, intelligence. What about that guy? Right, I'll, I'll bring it up because of where you are. He was born in Edmonton. His last name was McEwen. I think his first name was Connor, not Connor. McEwen. It was something McEwen. Put in. Grant McEwen. No, it's what it was. It was in the seventies, and this dude was sort of speaking his thing, his words, and he come up with his phrase. His name was McEwen, and he was born in Edmonton. And he said this phrase, right? So there's a, when I want to I want to grab something that was written in the chat because It's kind of funny and depressing and everything at the same time. Let me just grab nice. this comment here. Um, where is it? Where is it? Someone wrote, oh, right, here we go. No name by it." And they said, uh, "Beaming you some love, darling." By the way, how can something be so cute and cuddly and depressing all at once? <laughs> Bless you. If that's for me, it's about I'm about to hit it now. So he was born in Edmonton. His last name was McGowan. And he said in the 70s, the human race are the reproduction organs for the machine world. <laughs> so breathe that in, see what you make of that. It, I hear Mike, right? So <clears throat> on the AI front, that's we'd have to do a much longer thing. But what I was talking about earlier about where they were harvesting data, so Trump gets in. People put the breadcrumbs together, they start typing, and it's all being fed in. And they're data harvesting. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the demographic charting. I have. And they know when, where, who, how old, how often, how many times you do a thumbs up for this kind of topic. And everything's being profiled and harvested. And they're using collection silos to place us all. So in that process over the last four years, they they can now do this. They know exactly how how to write a headline. They know where to he- write the headline, how often to write the headline, because they know we're all wound up and full of tension because of the attack that's gone on on the culture, the family unit. If you're white, you're a scumbag. If you breathe air, you're a scumbag. Everybody's wound up and then co- accompanied with the data harvesting that they've been doing, they know how often to run a headline, how to write it, where to put it. Then they'll put it out there, and then trolls will jump on board with it, push it a little bit, and then we'll do the rest. And we keep walking into it. And that is something that we, I think it would be good to be mindful of is because everybody's so tense – it's really easy to get us to act a certain way. Back to you, Mike.
1: And yeah, uh, and with that tension, it's very easy to get people that essentially want the same thing at each other's throats. Uh, I'm right. seeing massive amounts of division among people. Uh, and it's almost like people get angrier at somebody that politically is kind of basically on the same side. They want freedom, they want liberty, they want an end to, uh, they don't want mandatory vaccinations. But it's almost like they hate their brother or sister that normally they'd be allied with even more, and they spew more vitriol. Uh, The division is just off the charts, uh, what I'm seeing. Um, Just, you know, and, and there are people that contact me that are mad at me if because you had this guy on your show, and and then they're mad because you had this guy on your show. And he's a liar. I hate him so much. And I see it all the time. Real, we've only got two minutes left. Uh, let every give me an answer to that, and then let everybody know a- where they can find you. I
7: want to give them a hug, Mike. <laughs> I do. Me too. And sort of. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's what I was saying earlier. People are so wound up; they'll turn on each other. And you know, I, I think we need a clear mission. And the clearer the what's the time? I'm just looking at the time. The clearer the goal that we're looking for, the more we can allow people with slightly different views to get together, to be on board, to get us where we want to go. They don't have to be exactly aligned. And whilst we're so tense, I just think we're sitting ducks. So. I just want to do hugs for everybody, really. And, guys, if you want to catch me, just type in WBN324.com because I think I'm out of here. I love you all. I'll see you on a Sunday. Um, Not as light. Sunday's a light one, right? So I just sort of do the humor thing on a Sunday. But we got real on this one. Back to you, Mike.
1: Real, we love you. Thanks for coming on American Huck Radio.
7: I love you too, Mike. And lovelies, I love you all, and I'll see you Sunday. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs> Isn't she great? Uh, Rhea Bo, everybody. She's been a very good friend to me. And uh, we have worked together over the years. First, when I first met Rhea, <clears throat> uh, she was working with this uh, New York Jew named Dean Blackman. And and he's a pretty good guy. I like Dean. He was involved with uh, Michael Savage, uh, who was another, uh, well, was a fantastic broadcaster, uh, interestingly enough, my uh, producer for American Ock Radio, Super Don Naylor, ran board for Michael Savage uh, for years. Him and uh, oh, lots of big names Laura Ingram, Phil Hendry, some of the biggest names in radio. We're very blessed to have Don. Stick around for hour two of American Ock Radio on Mojo Five O and WBN 324. We'll be back right after this, and I've got some really cool stuff for you. Don't go anywhere.
4: This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Officials say the Taliban have seized three more provincial capitals in Afghanistan and a local army headquarters. The insurgents now control some two-thirds of that nation as the U.S. and NATO finalize their withdrawal. Pakistan's Foreign Minister Shah Mahmood Qureshi says that his country will continue to play its role to facilitate the Afghan peace process as the Taliban gains more ground.
3: We have an enlightened self-interest in a peaceful stable Afghanistan, and we have done everything possible to facilitate that, and we will continue to
4: do that. Afghan President Ashraf Ghani has rushed to the Balkh province, already surrounded by Taliban-held territory, to seek help pushing back the insurgents and U.S.-Afghanistan Envoy Zalmay Khalilzad planning to meet with Taliban officials this week to warn they face pariah status if they seize power by force. Also at townhall.com, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is urging all pregnant women to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The advice comes as hospitals and hotspots around the U.S. see disturbing numbers of unvaccinated mothers to be seriously ill with the virus. The CDC recommendation echoes recent guidance from top obstetrician groups. Pregnant women run a higher risk of severe illness from the coronavirus, but their vaccination rates are low. Inflation continues to rage. But
3: the Labor Department says that while consumer prices did rise last month, it was the slowest rate of increase since February, a half percent rise from June to July, and prices increased a substantial 5.4 percent compared with a year earlier. Rising inflation has emerged as the Achilles heel Of the economic
4: recovery. correspondent Rich Thomason. The Dow ahead 206 points, but the NASDAQ is down 55. More at townhall.com.
9: We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio.
0: Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them, I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org.
9: At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company, much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romika Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com.
5: From both sides of the 49th Parallel. This is American Uc Radio with Mike Phillip.
1: Welcome back to American Uc Radio. Rhea, um, he has a, a really good ability to... Uh, To ground a conversation. I, uh, (laughs) back in the day when I used to, um, when I used to, uh, host a daily video show with her, um, I would bring up some story that was, uh, kind of freaking me out. (laughs) And Ria would be like, okay, lovely, let's, let's put our feet back on the earth. And, uh, yeah, she's she's got a good tendency to do that. And I'll tell you what, too. Um getting back into my Bible and and prayer and and trying to live for God best I can and walk in the spirit has also uh, taken away a lot of that that helpless anger that you feel over the direction that you see society going on around you because you understand that there's just a whole lot more going on than than what you see. Uh, there's just so much more going on, and I've been led through some impossible situations that uh, have, have come out quite good. And speaking of that, uh, my uncle, Dale, who is in the Americanuck Radio rebooted chat room, I think he's listening right now, he was on a country radio station, an FM affiliate, in uh, Camrose, Alberta, this morning, and he he posted the interview on social media, and then he sent me a, a link to it, and I sent that over to my producer to grab the audio, and then my my phone just would not stop ringing, literally. And, and to any of you that were trying to get a hold of me this morning, um, I I was not ignoring you. Uh, it was just I. I just could not put it down. I couldn't. (laughs) But that's okay because they were all really good calls, and uh, I I walked away better myself for the conversations that took place this morning. So um, I haven't even listened to this interview. I believe it's about uh, six or seven minutes long. But he is building a – well, he built a bike, a motorcycle – for a contest that Paul Sr., I think that's his name, over at Orange County Choppers put on, and he's currently number one. So everybody listening to uh, uh the show, what we're going to do is I'm going to post a link on com. Peyton, if you're listening right now, uh, I'm going to send this over to you right now. Could you please... Uh, throw this into an article at the top of AmericanHuckRadio.com. And everybody, if you could go and vote for Dale. Now, I want you to keep something in mind here. This is a man that had a horrible accident just a little while ago, okay? Um, he, he, by all accounts, and by the grace of God, is, is still with us and and and, all, and if it wasn't for the Stars area air ambulance and the the workers at the uh, University Hospital in Edmonton uh, uh, he would not be here. Now I go off all the time about the medical system, but I'm going to reiterate something. They are very good at keeping you alive if you are in a trauma situation. Okay, they are not that great at, uh, oh, somebody listening said, Mick, Uncle Dale gets to build a bike if he wins. Okay, all right. See, I don't even know. what. <laughs> I'm glad my family listens to my show to straighten me out. But anyways, uh, if if you have a chronic disease or pain issue, nine times out of ten, they'll make it worse. Okay? But... In this case, they saved his life. So I'm going to put this interview on. This is my uncle. And if everybody listening to my voice right now, when Peyton has that uh, link set up at uh, you got to be able to log into Facebook to vote. But go and vote for Dale to be able to go and build this bike with these Orange County Chopper guys. Because that would be really cool. And so... Here we go. I'm going to throw this on right now. I have not listened to it yet. Uh, it is on 98.1 FM cameras, so I'm I'm sure that uh, there won't be any excessive cursing or anything like that, and so I, I think we're safe here, Ron Phillips. If you're listening, let's go ahead and listen. give this a listen here. I'm going to sit and listen with you.
2: Yeah, good morning. Today we are joined with a local Camrose resident who is taking part in an international competition. We'll have more on that coming up in just a sec, but Dale Falk joins us. How's it going today?
3: Good morning. I'm doing fine. Thanks, Scott.
2: The first thing I'm going to ask you is there is a little bit of background that needs to be given because it actually leads into uh, the competition that you're involved with and kind of your idea behind that. So I'll let you start off by telling your story.
3: I was uh, involved in an accident on my acreage almost two years ago. Fairly severe where I was run over by a tractor. I was working on it in my yard and the accident happened it ended up going over my midsection and doing major damage my wife found me and had to call for help and eventually i was airlifted by stars air ambulance directly to um, edmonton university hospital where i went life-saving surgery subsequent to that i spent uh seven months in the hospital and 20 surgeries later i found myself um Reaching out to my friends and family to update my condition on Facebook increased my friends base uh, through that incident because I wasn't really um, active on Facebook that much prior to the accident, but that was my method of reaching out. Scrolling through Facebook, one day I saw the uh, ad for the Dream Chopper and I thought, ah, that's kind of cool, I should enter it. So that's kind of where... That got me to there.
2: So tell us a little bit about this contest then and what it all entails.
3: The contest, the grand prize is uh, to go to the United States to uh, build my version of what I'd like to see in a custom chopper built with Paul Sr. from uh, Orange County Choppers.
2: And there is a charity aspect to it, too. With last year, they raised over $200,000 for the Hudson Valley SPCA. Now, I do want to know, what's your dream bike with this? What's your vision for it?
3: Well, I'm left uh, permanently disabled, so um, I need to have something that would probably be in a trike style. And I like the old 40s Indians, you know, that kind of styling. Mm -hmm. I also like the old 1912s, 10s. Uh, Indians and Harleys or whatever the board track racers, all of that stuff so that's my vision.
2: I notice here just looking at the page where people can actually vote for you on as well this has kind of been a dream of yours to ride unfortunately situations happen right?
3: The bike that I'm sitting behind is one that I built a few years ago just out of bicycle parts and an old of engine that a friend gave me. Okay
1: so that's where I got the whole he built a bike It is one that he built a few years ago. So my little sister, Elizabeth, you can stop texting and correcting me because I have so much things to go through that I didn't know this.
3: (laughs) Go on. So I enjoyed ripping around on that because uh, I couldn't afford to buy a bike of that era and that style. So I kind of built my own and had a lot of fun with that.
2: Chatting with Cam Rosie and Dale Falk, who is in this International Dream Chopper competition, and you said that there was kind of a bit of a learning curve as well, trying to build things from the wheelchair.
3: When I came home from the hospital, there was other issues worldwide, which kind of set me home a little bit early. So my rehab has been trying to get moving and getting back to life to normal as. Is- as I can, and I used to tinker around in the shop and weld and build and play around, so I bought myself a little lathe with a milling machine on it and some stuff, and I was just slowly getting back into it and learning how to do it with my disability.
2: All right, and if you could talk a little bit, I know this um, uh, next voting round actually ends on Thursday night, and you are currently first in your group. So, what's the timeline looking like then? What happens next, if you will?
3: Okay, so my group started out with probably 112, I think it was, or something like that. And I'm I, am so was proud of surprised this. surprised to find out that I placed fairly well just by playing around with this thing. I was in like third or second place, and then I did a little promoting on Facebook, got into first place. So I finished first in the top 15. Then, the week later, I finished first in the top 10, and now I'm fighting for first place in the top five, and I'm currently in first place. If I win that, then I go on to the, I guess you'd call it quarterfinals, and each round from now on is a sudden death. So if I lose that, I'm out, but uh, so far, it's been looking okay.
2: So if people uh, wanna vote for you, what's the easiest way, how can people find this page? If they
3: would go on Facebook and just type in Dale Falk, and my last name is spelled F-A-L-K, I've got stuff kind of plastered all over the place. If they click on the link, there's a black bar that says free daily vote. They can click on that, and then being are already logged into Facebook, it says log into Facebook. They just click on that and register their vote.
2: All right. Well, best of luck to you, Dale. Hopefully, we can uh, get our Camrosean to win this competition <laughs> that we've got Definitely. going on right now. Yeah. We would we would like to see that. That's for sure.
3: Well, I appreciate it. And uh, if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind doing a shout out to University Hospital and the Camrose Hospital. I had hundreds of nurses, over a hundred nurses. I don't know how many doctors working on me feverishly to keep me going. So I have to really thank the health services in Alberta. We're pretty blessed you
2: And I know you wanted to send that out to STARS Air Ambulance as well for the help that they provided too. Dale, I, I'm glad to hear that you're doing okay and that hopefully we can get you to win this competition and best of luck, alright?
3: Right on. I'm looking forward to you calling me in a couple of days to congratulate me on my next uh, On the um, next round. There we go. I yeah.
2: like it. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, Dale, we'll talk to you Thanks. later. Thanks so much. Thanks, Yeah. Bye now. Bye. I can't tell you how proud I am to play that on this show. We'll be right back with uh, something else here.
4: Radio.
1: So, yesterday, uh, Governor uh, Cuomo, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Governor Cuomo, stepped down and uh predictably last night all the uh late night comedians jumped on to talk about what a what a a cad he is and oh he's 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 bad he touches women he, he he's he's handsy he's he's a perv but mostly italian he's like justin trudeau but we've got to remember. You same people loved him, and I am here to remind you of that. And I don't mind doing that at all. What I've done is grabbed a little bit of audio, a compilation of celebrities that were fawning over this guy, and just, and just, oh, we—he's—he's he's presidential and and oh I think I'm in love with him and and women were just and and then he goes on Twitter, and this didn't age well at all. he said, all women must be believed if they uh uh accuse somebody of uh being uh, uh hands you know <laughs> you're welcome, Dale, you're welcome that made my day and I didn't have to do anything for 6 minutes and there was an interview on my show. And so, uh stealing other people's work it, it really makes my life simple. Really. Ma- uh I have a question about that DJ though. Was that a Was that a dude or a chick? A or a Zer? i I'm not being insulting, I couldn't tell. I guess the radio business is a lot different uh than back when I went to school. See, they, they used to look for guys to talk like this. Back to uh, Governor Cuomo. We've got a little compilation here of, you know, the usual suspects, Stephen Colbert, uh, Ben Stiller, different, different celebrity types. Uh, just, you know, a year ago, they could not praise this guy enough. And you can't tell me that nobody knew that this was his deal. Like Justin Trudeau.
2: Many Americans experience moments of being at least Andrew Curious,
1: if not fully, homosexual. Now that you're the love gov, uh, you've kind of transcended politics, and now you're just part of really more, you know, you're more of like a
2: national... Sex simply. I lost. Remember you being single? You'll probably get more
0: dates than boats. <laughs> oh, I think I'm in love with Andrew Cuomo. You get us, you get us through the second or third wave, and I'm telling you, a lot of those offers will come rolling in. you set Noah. the
8: example for the rest of the nation, the rest of the world. He's doing what any president
1: should do, and uh, what what New York deserves. You came across so honest, like, no, I'm telling you everything there is to know. The the, the word Cuomo just makes people happy now. It's just the actual <laughs> word now that's going to be put in the dictionary.
0: And don't worry, I'm not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> didn't age well, did it? <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. And if you question that, you're going to wake up with the fishes, see? I think that Governor Cuomo uh, literally watches too much Sopranos. And, uh, you know, he's kind he's, he's of a gangster, right? And I wonder, too, if uh, we're, we're trading up the mob for the Joker here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, are we going to get some woke feminist in there as governor of New York that's going to... Well, I'll tell you what. Governor Cuomo did not go far enough in implementing the Green New Deal. That's what I think. Envelope containing three bullets sent to Pope Francis. Head over to AmericanuckRadio.com to get this really important information. Yes, somebody put bullets in an envelope, mailed them to the Pope. (laughs) But it was seized in a mail sorting facility close to the northern Italy city of Milan, police said on Monday. (whistles) That was close. That was really close. The Pope just about got an envelope with three bullets in it. Postal workers called the cops after intercepting the envelope overnight in the small town of... I'm not even going to try to read that. It, it, it's it's uh, it's Italian. Uh, I bet Governor Cuomo Sexual could read that. Police told Reuters the envelope sent from France. Ah, always the French, see? Uh was addressed to the Pope. Vatican City. St. Peter's Square. A Vatican spokesperson had no immediate comment. Yes, because the Pope just sits there and uh, personally opens envelopes of things that people have sent him all day long. Everybody knows that. And that, wow, that's some low-hanging fruit there. I'll tell you what. Uh, we have an opinion piece. I'm just kind of going through stuff here quick because we have a commercial break right around the corner. Listen to this opinion piece, Okay. This what this made it to nbcnews.com. I grabbed it and threw it over to Peyton to repost on American Americanoc Radio. Listen to this title. Canada US border reopening challenges expats. Do we want our fellow Americans back? Do we? The pandemic has confined me to this side of the border, surrounded by people who like me are appalled at what's happening down south. This is from Edmonton, where I live. Right? This is where I am right now. And this woman... (laughs) Listen to this. this. This NBC News printed this letter from Debbie Waldman. And she's a family, lifestyle, and health writer. So... She's useless. When I heard in late June that my fellow... Let's put some bed music on for uh, Debbie's op-ed here, shall we? I'm going to grab some. What do you want? Uh Snow, Beastie Boys? We got... uh Let's go with the Beastie Boys. There we go. When I heard in late June that my fellow Americans were angry that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's cautious pandemic strategy meant keeping the Canada-U.S. border closed for at least another month I wondered if his real plan was to shutter it until the Republicans repudiated former President Donald Trump and stopped threatening democracy (laughs) yeah I ran the theory past my neighbors in Edmonton where I've lived for 29 years they snickered knowingly. One, a political scientist agreed that I was on something. Encouraged, I texted the idea to a friend in Washington, D.C. That's ridiculous! He shot back, pointing out that Americans and Canadians from Maine to Vancouver were equally outraged about the... Outraged? <laughs> I just suddenly turned New Zealander there for a second. About the ongoing closure which has separated people from their loved ones and is destroying local economies in both countries. This is beyond politics, he added. He then apologized for being grumpy and asked a question that has nagged at me ever since. Do a lot of people in Edmonton really see America's messed up politics as a reason to keep the border closed? Listen to these people. I don't know. And Trudeau made clear that it wasn't a matter of democratic values when he announced the border was finally reopening to fully vaccinated Americans on August 9th. But America's messed up politics are definitely making me reassess my feelings about my erstwhile homeland, something I never imagined possible. <laughs> I'm a second-generation American, the grandchild of immigrants who fled Eastern Europe with more optimism than money. Growing up, I was proud to be from what I believed was the greatest country in the world. When I traveled abroad for the first time during college, I discovered the ugly American stereotype, but it didn't bother me. I knew most of us weren't like that. (laughs) I want to believe... Most of us still aren't. But being confined to this side of the border, watching as Trump repeatedly lies that he won the election and millions of Americans believe him, including federal legislators who took an oath to uphold the Constitution, is testing my faith. I learned about the storming of the U.S. Capitol in January in a snarky text from a Canadian relative. How's America today? Is this a banana republic or Central America? That, that January insurrection at the Capitol building was the biggest piece of crap lie ever. What a piece of crap that was. Watching what looks like the slow death of American democracy doesn't exactly engender pride. Oh yeah, you gotta bring gender into it. I'm just kidding. Especially disconcerting is that I can't tell if my feelings have shifted because my perspective have changed <laughs> or if the U.S. has. Oh, yeah, it has. It definitely has since I was a kid. Uh, America has changed drastically since I was a kid. Way more people on prescription drugs. Way more. Way more. That's one big change. I doubt she's looking at that, though. In the past, a trip over the border to visit family and friends would remind me that there's more to the U.S. than bad news and bad politics. But the pandemic has confined me to this side of the border, surrounded by people who, like me, are appalled at what's happening down south, watching the news in Edmonton. <laughs> that, that's always the start of a good statement. In what is essentially a progressive echo chamber... Makes me grateful to be a Canadian citizen, something I would have never thought possible when I moved here in 1992. Uh, You're praising the fact that the news is a progressive echo chamber? That's a good thing to you? This woman is a dingbat. Back then, I was a reluctant immigrant. I used to joke that I was dragged here kicking and screaming by my husband, a Canadian who was offered a good job in his hometown. I had never wanted or intended to live anywhere except the US, but while I'm well aware of Canada's shortcomings, among them, it's systemic mistreatment of First Nations people and my province of Alberta, a shockingly laissez faire attitude about COVID 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, real Albertans are not scared. Of made-up pandemics. Real Albertans are not scared of stupid lies. The country grew on me for a number of reasons. Including its open-minded population. Sensible gun and banking regulations. Taxpayer-funded healthcare. Relatively affordable college tuition. And an immigration policy that celebrates multiculturalism. That's right. Canada is a mosaic that's what they told me in school canada's a mosaic and therefore better than everybody better than everybody you uh america's bad cuz it's a melting pot right you dig that's what they that that's their thing okay because if you come to america you're supposed to be an american but when you come to canada we have no culture here and so all cultures whether they have not gotten along for thousands of years, can come here and not be Canadian, be what they are. You make up your own mind on whether you think that's a good system or not. Uh, I recall what happened to Rome. Very similar in the last days. She goes on, I also noticed something I totally missed while living in the U.S., our troubled family dynamic. The U.S. is the bolder, brash, attention-grabbing sibling. Canada is the, the quieter, gentler one. Mm. In 1969, then-Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, Justin Fajah, defined the relationship this way in a speech to the press club in Washington. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly and even-tempered is the beast, if I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. He then went on to praise China. During the Trump administration, the beast was neither friendly nor even-tempered. No, it was not. (laughs) That wasn't Trump supporters, though. Uh, Trump imposed tariffs on Canadian steel and aluminum imports, insulting Canada in the process by calling the move a matter of national security. Demonized NAFTA, the trade deal that sealed off the U.S. and Canada's economic interdependence. And in a textbook case of projection, he labeled the younger Trudeau as dishonest, weak, and two-faced. I know plenty of Americans are also frustrated about having to live every day with Trump's legacy of divisiveness. And I hate them! (laughs) Just kidding. That makes me feel lucky to have wound up on this side of the border and guilty for feeling that way, like I imagine Titanic survivors felt after watching the ship sink from the comfort of their lifeboats. Debbie Waldman is the author of uh, six books for children, including A Sack Full of Feathers and Miriam's Secret. So that's where she's coming from. And the only reason I got into that was because I thought it was funny. Number 1, uh that she penned that whole thing. It was a it was a piece of garbage. And number 2, that NBC News actually penned this letter uh, printed this, published it on their news website. How is that news? Well, I mean, sure, she's all about uh family and health issues. What kind of health issues do you write about, huh? I bet, I, I bet. Any one of her articles on health—I don't even have to go look at them. I bet they're garbage. I bet you. We have to go to a commercial break for our sponsors at Mojo Five O and the World Broadcast Network. When we get back, CNN medical propagandist says kids in school need industrial grade masks and weekly tests because we want to save them Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance.
5: Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a wily e. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain.
8: General, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the
3: cat
1: coolers. The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26
5: island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender, and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way.
1: What well, China surrendered, G.I. Joe? No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat Coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool,
8: and it's still illegal to smuggle cat a cat. coolers.com.
2: Catcoolers.com.
8: G'day, mates. Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you will find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from Prepare with Mojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey, there's the wall here now. Ain't he a beaut? one jump.
5: Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. December 16th, 1773. And now... What really happened at the Boston Tea Party?
9: (laughs) What are they doing? They're throwing all the King's Tea and Coffee in the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car.
7: Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters.
5: Yeah. That would be a Shem mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons
9: for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys.
7: Well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773.
9: Hmm. So, therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly
4: they liked it best.
9: At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com.
4: American, American radio.
2: radio.
1: I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Nuck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing.
4: American Nuck Radio. Uc radio. And
1: now for something completely different. Oh, what fresh hell is this?
4: American, American Uc Radio. Uc radio.
1: I bet more people are going to hear uh, what was said on CNN from listening to American Oc Radio than actually listening to CNN. Over in the American Oc Radio rebooted chat room, when I gave that story about the Pope getting sent three bullets in the mail, our people on both sides of the 49 parallel were saying, send me some bullets in the mail. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get ammo these days? I, uh, I'm i hearing a lot about ammo shortages, a lot. I know where there's lots of it, though. I do. I do. Uh, during the Obama administration, you remember when the uh, Federal Department of Agriculture was buying up like 10 billion rounds? And the SEC and the FCC, they, all, all these, uh, the Bureau of Land Management, they were all buying up like hundreds of millions of rounds of ammunition under federal contracts. So if you need ammo and things get bad, uh, it's in public buildings that you probably paid for. There you go. I just solved the ammo shortage. Let's go over to this uh, CNN medical propagandist. Uh, She's the same little Chinese chick they always bring out. And she just loves your kids so much. This is not abuse, okay? This is not abuse. She just, she loves your kids more than you do, okay? And she should be in charge of them. You should do everything that she says. You know why? Because she was on CNN,
0: duh. Health, both very important, very timely books. Uh, Andy, uh, as more students are heading back to school, the political fight over mask mandates is intensifying dramatically right now. What do you say to governors like Ron DeSantis of Florida, Greg Abbott of Texas, who are actually fighting to keep masks out of schools.
10: It's time for Governor DeSantis to decide what matters. Is it kids and families or is it politics? Very simply, <laughs> Wolf, if I wear a mask and Dr. and Doctor Wen wears a mask, if my mask is say 70% effective, if we both wear a mask together, we're 90% effective. So mask mandates are not just important for the person who's the kid who's being vaccinated, but every kid in the classroom depends upon the other kids. So when school districts try to do the right thing and he overrules them, he's both overruling conservative principles of local local control, but more importantly, he's putting kids at real risk. He's got pediatric hospitals that are filling up. I wanna pause it right there.
1: First of all, I gotta say, I can't believe Wolf Blitzer is still alive. I I didn't even know he was still on CNN. Uh, Back in the day, we used to call him lupus blitzer. Did you know that lupus is Latin for wolf? And originally, that's why they named the autoimmune disorder lupus, because they thought that the rash around the mouth resembled a wolf bite. There's your little bit of medical trivia for you today. Yeah, I'm serious. That's literally why they call lupus lupus because it's uh, Latin for wolf. So lupus blitzer gets on this, this dude and and we'll get over to Miss Wen in a second here. And uh, did did you know that if you wear a mask, it is 70% effective. And if a second person is wearing a mask, it jumps by 20%. I would think, that it would double to 140%. Now I'm no fancy big city mathematician but uh you know and, and and if you if one person is wearing a mask and that's 70% effective against a disease that you have a 99.9993762 lgbt percent chance of overcoming and a uh, 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 a a 1,000% chance of overcoming if you're a child with no uh, comorbidities, then wear your mask. But don't force children to do it. These people are nuts. And I think on some level they know that. And another thing, since when are men and women in Canada and, Canada and the United States... Afraid of everything. You've all heard the little rants that uh, George Carlin used to do about germs. Since when are we so afraid of germs? Do you know that you are covered in viruses and microbes every single day? It's the ether in
10: which you swim. But go on. It's time for him to put politics aside. As Asa Hutchinson did in Arkansas, and say he was wrong, and it's time to move on. Everybody, do no, what I uh, say. Doctor,
0: Wen, nearly ninety-four thousand cases of coronavirus in children were reported in the past past week alone here in the United States, so what is it going to take to get to get kids back to school safely?
1: Okay, I'm going to pause that again. If you're going to school to be a carpenter or a uh, let's say a, an engineer. Great. Anything else? Uh, I'm not a fan of public education at all. In fact, I I think it screwed people up. How many people think there's 72 genders now and that communism is the way to go? Huh? Whose fault is that? It's the schools. People were saying, we've got to open up the schools, right? I I don't think so. Uh, I, I raised kids, all right? Uh, My son had a birthday yesterday, 27 years old, okay? So I I, I know about raising kids, okay? And they turned out good. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but it did. They're very good, hardworking men. And if they were children now, I would be looking at homeschooling, you know? I would want to do it online with the curriculum, but in a a setting where somebody could actually watch what's happening. Now, look, I understand if you're a family that has to have two people working and uh, you need to hand your kids over to the government to be indoctrinated about fisting. Is that is that a good idea? Does that sound like a good idea to you? Go on.
6: Wolf, this is now one of the most dangerous times in the pandemic when it comes to children because we have the more contagious Delta variant, we have surges, and we have so many adults.
1: Nobody has died, no child has died from this so called Delta variant. This is such a load of crap. For a full year, you heard no variant or mutation of COVID 19 which we're told has never been isolated, which we're told uh, escaped from a lab in China because somebody had a bowl of bat soup. And for a full year, there was no variant, there was no mutation, nothing. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's the India variant. And we can't call it that because it's racist. So let's go with Delta. I wonder how Delta Force thinks of that, huh? Nobody thinks of their feelings.
6: Letting down their guard, not wearing masks, not getting vaccinated, that's contributing to this really dangerous environment for children. That said, we do know what it takes to get our children back in school safely. We also know that it requires layers. And so when we remove a layer, for example, we remove the layer of distancing because we can't get kids back in school in person full time if we still keep six feet distancing. But if we remove that layer, then indoor masking becomes even more important universal masking as andy mentioned type of mask also matters ideally kn95 or n95 if the child is able to tolerate that if not at least a three-ply surgical mask cloth masks are not enough improved ventilation vaccination for the teachers and staff and parents and very importantly testing as well we should at least be having weekly testing
1: weekly testing how how about hazmat suits huh how about hazmat suits on the kids huh How about a uh, decontamination process whereby they walk through jets of steam? I used to uh, work on aluminum. Used to restore aluminum. Had to wear a full-face fitted mask with particulate cartridges. Guess what? A grain of aluminum from sanding it is uh, next to a virus is probably the size of the Empire State Building. And with a fully fitted face mask sealed around the outside of my face and sealed around the inside of my mouth, guess what? Those particulates still got in. And you think that your stupid little cloth mask is going to keep out a virus? Is that what you think? Used to have to train on putting on a Scott pack with supplied air so that no uh, particulates of H2S, which are roughly the same size as a virus, couldn't get in. You had to have air being pumped into the mask on your face so that if that seal was broken, the the, the pressurized mask would push air out otherwise uh H2S could get in in the in, in we're talking of the scope of like 50 parts per million and kill you this is a stupid lie and I don't want to brag and I don't want to put anybody down but I did not put on a mask the whole Time. And you know what? I saw strong, intelligent people putting them on. Now, you've all got your reasons. I get it. I get it. Maybe it's for your kids. For your job. Maybe you have to fly somewhere to go to work. Fine. I get it. But don't fool yourself into thinking that it was doing anything for you because it wasn't.
6: Go on with this stupid report. For all the unvaccinated children and staff, <laughs> putting all that together is how we can get kids back in school.
0: Thank like- you. Yeah, very important. you know Andy, the president says he's actually looking into whether he can intervene in Florida and Texas as governors uh, clash with school officials over a mask. Does the Biden administration, Andy, have a bigger role to play here?
10: Well, look, the president has no choice but to put every possible option on the table. It's extraordinary to think that we have governors in this country that aren't putting the needs of school kids first. And this is something that I think every voter and everybody in the country should be very focused on. Let's get our kids vaccinated. And for kids that aren't vaccinated or can't be vaccinated, they should simply be wearing a mask. This is not a political issue. It shouldn't be a political issue. And the president doesn't care too much about Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott. What he cares about are the people of Florida and the people of Texas and the kids in Florida and the kids in Texas and I think he's going to do everything he can and he's got to do everything he can to protect those kids it's these these hospitals are filling up right in front of DeSantis's nose and it's almost shocking that he's not doing anything about it
1: I got to pause that again You want to see how much Joe Biden cares about kids Go online and find uh Multiple, multiple videos of him completely, inappropriately sniffing them and grabbing them. Stuff that if any man did, uh, you should probably get your ass kicked. You want to know how much Joe Biden cares about kids? Oh, he, he thinks a lot of them. And I don't understand, uh, I, I saw, once, 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 I saw somebody step up, uh, Je- uh, Jeff Sessions. Former Attorney General Jeff Sessions was in the White House during the Obama administration and he had his granddaughter there. And Joe Biden went over and put his hand on on Jeff Sessions' granddaughter, Sessions immediately walked over and slapped his hand off in front of everybody. Because Sessions knows the stories of what Biden is like around children. You want to know how much President Biden, and I can't believe I'm saying that, cares about kids? A whole lot. But not like you or me.
0: Go on. We want these kids back in the classroom and not have to, to go to school remotely. Uh, that would be horrible if we have to do that once again. I spoke, Dr. Wen, to the president of the American Association of Pediatrics in the last hour here in the Situation Room. She's actually pushing the FDA to move more quickly to approve vaccines for younger children, 5 to 11 year olds. Do you think there needs to be more of a sense of urgency on this front?
6: I do because things have changed dramatically since (laughs) last month and certainly since two months ago. We now have a more desperate situation when (gasps) it comes to rising number of cases and the (laughs) dangers for our children. And so I definitely want the FDA to be following the right protocols. I don't want any shortcuts to be taken. But I also think the FDA should give us an explanation of exactly where they are for the five to 11 year old group that would be up next. Where are we with the data? So, for example, is the FDA really requiring more than two months of data? Or can two months, which is what we requested for older groups, can that be sufficient when it comes to safety?
1: Uh, 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 Let's talk about safety in the FDA. Let's talk about safety in the FDA. The FDA approved select serotonin reuptake inhibitors that on the warning label tell you they cause uh, violence and suicide. The FDA approved Vioxx, which killed hundreds of thousands of Americans cause heart problems and countless others. The FDA approved the drug AZT, which was proven to be killing gay men that were given a uh, diagnosis of HIV positive. Said right on the warning label, which had a skull and crossbones on it, this will cause death in five years. Oh, but just... Let's trust the FDA. And same thing with Health Canada. You know, my uncle had his life saved by the medical system. Because it was a trauma situation. And they're very good at that. But they will turn around and give you a very deadly drug approved by Health Canada or the FDA south of the 49th parallel in a heartbeat without even thinking about it. And then you're on another one. And then you're on another one. And then you're on another one. And pretty soon, you're on 15 prescription drugs, each one to counteract the side effects of the last. Oh, but let's trust the FDA this time. This time we can trust them. FDA don't care if a vaccine going to kill you. Where in the Constitution of the United States of America does it say we need an FDA? Where in the Bill of Rights does it say that we need a medical establishment that uh, is totally unaccountable? Huh? You vote for a president, do you vote for a head of the FDA that controls food and drugs and drugs and drugs and drugs? Don't do drugs, kids, but take these drugs finish up this audio. We're just about done here.
6: It is so important that we make sure that the vaccines for this older group are, or for this group, the five to 11 year old group are also safe and effective as they are for older children and for adults. But we need to get that information and the more that we can expedite this process safely, the better it's going to be to protect our kids.
0: You're absolutely right. All right. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Dr. Nguyen. Uh, Andy Slevin appreciate it very much.
1: You're always right, Dr. Wen. You're always right. Heart disease has gone off the charts. Diabetes has gone off the charts. You know how many people had their foot cut off for a simple mineral deficiency last year in the United States of America? Huh? Oh, but we got to think about the kids and wearing masks Is that's the most important thing, right? Yeah. We can trust them this time. We can trust them this time. It's it's you know, I, I hear people saying, You just can't trust your doctor anymore. You know that George Washington was killed by doctors through a process called bloodletting. You know the United States of America had a policy of eugenics? Buck versus Bell. We need to sterilize certain people. And government's going to decide who can and can't have children. Oh, what could go wrong? That's a great idea, huh? That is just, that is fan-freaking-tastic. Thank you for listening to American Art Radio today. Uh, I think Watson Prunier is on next. We went through a lot of topics today. Don't be a dupe for the medical system. There are simple ways that you can overcome chronic pain and disease. Head over to AmericanArkRadio.com. I've been doing this for 10 years, and uh, it can be done. It can be done without drugs, without surgery. I'm telling you right now, I've watched it over. Do you know how many people I have watched recover from type 2 diabetes without drugs? Stick around for more programming on Mojo 50. American Act Radio will be back tomorrow.